all have circumstances in our lives that challenge us. Get Made with Greg Harris. It might just save your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah! It's the Get Made Show with Gregory Harris! Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon. Greg Harris here with the Get Made Show. Broadcasting to you live from Hollywood, California. As I said, I want to thank everyone for taking the time out of your day to join us this afternoon, especially with football going on out there. So I want to thank any and everyone that was able to join the live show. And, of course, thank anyone that was able to listen to the podcast in the following days. Welcome to the show. As I said, my name is G. Blackwell Harris. That's aka out. Government name is Greg Harris, Gregory Harris. And the name of the show is Get Made where it's real important um, that I stress that that's, that's your obligation to make yourself. But what I try to do is, you know, uh, give my steps that I've taken in life to get where I'm at. Not, not that I'm uh, where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I was. So with that being said, you know, I like to start the show off every week talking about the news topics that caught my eye during the week. And of course, the number one topic so far, uh, the day's not over yet, the week's not over yet, but it's Bill Cosby. And I'll tell you, that that scene that they put on TV, uh, as he was being taken into custody, I mean, I've been cuffed, and you know, not in public so much with everyone, with the world watching, anything like that, but I know the feeling, I know what it feels like. And to see America's dad shackled and cuffed, um, sentenced to any amount of years, but to three to 10, that's a lot of time, especially for his age and condition and, you know, a lot of time. And I'll tell you, I spoke with one of my brothers um, from Chicago regarding Bill Cosby, because, I mean, it startled a lot of people, I'm sure. And he both mentioned, we both mentioned uh, his tag that he had, America's dad. America's dad, which is a heavy title. America's dad. So, but then I, I mentioned to my brother, I said, yeah, but I don't know any black people that call Bill Cosby America's dad. So that's like more of a white person statement, not to bring so much color in a negative or anything like that, but just making a statement. That's more of a white person statement and to be honest with you, makes it even bigger because that's not a thing we cuffed and, and, and took and, you know, a thing like we got things in the hood that we do. That's us. That's ours, you know, that we do. Just we just just the only thing the only people do is black people, you know. So but that ain't one of the things. I don't know any black people that call Bill Cosby. Oh, that's America's dad. I mean, we'll say it now because, you know, it's catchy now. It's a phrase because TV and 
they've been drumming it up uh, more and more as of late. But yeah, that's a, a white America statement, which shows you how big he is, or was, how big the fall is, and so forth. For whatever reason, the thing is, I mean, no matter which way you look at it, which side of the you know, aisle you fall on, or the fence you, you're leaning on, that's 64 women. So, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to get 64 women to hold the same uh, a note together. The thing is, for 64 women to come up with a common story, each story has a common thread in it, you had to be there in all 64 pictures, or at least 60 of them. Yeah, okay, let's give 40 of them. I mean, damn, 30. That's, that's a lot, any number. So with that coming into play, 64, I mean, just like I said on the previous show, to dig way back, a few months back, I mentioned the show about jumping up on the chessboard. It's like, you know, he's a product, I feel that Mr. Cosby's a product of, was a product of his environment. The environment he was in at the time when he was on a, uh, I spy. He had uh, crossed the line. He had crossed the line. He was black, but he was considered actually like he was past that. That's why he was able to pull off the American dad thing. Not just any black actor can pull that off. But back to where he was, as I said, he's a pro I feel that he's a product of his environment because he was in that environment where all that stuff's taking place. But with all this stuff taking place, you're in there with the players and the other people and the, the, the guys and the people that set the rules and change the rules because it's their game that they're allowing you to play with them because you jumped up on the board. So, I mean, they change. it's like an old Chicago crab game in a hallway or a vacant lot or behind a garage in an alley. Depending on who they got back there, the rules of the game is going to change. If I got a, a point, meaning if I got a point, if I throw four or nine or eight, six, and I throw seven again and crap out, crap out don't mean that for me. But if you do it, it means it for you. So that, those type rules, they change the rules as they go, depending on who they have there they're shooting dice with. So same with Bill. They change the rules when deemed necessary for whatever reasons. I'm not in the room. I'm not at the table. I'm not on the board. I'm not being pushed in that game. I'm in a whole nother game. But in any game, the ones who make the rules, they put, they do the pushing. That's who do it. They do the rule changing and the major pushing. They push the lines on those games from the NFL to tiddlywinks. It doesn't matter. So for him to see him scuffle him, shuffle him on off like that, with that amount of time, like, I mean, just we're just going to do you. He was playing ball with some killers. Not saying he shouldn't be accountable for what he's done and responsible because he's doing that now. They made that, the court did that. So he got time to become accountable or become responsible for his actions if he's not. So that's not even... In his case, 
he's he's good. It's just going to be him, 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 and him. Those three together. So he'll be able to do that. In this case, we don't have to worry so much about uh, being accountable, being responsible. He'll have a gave him enough time to ponder that and get that right. But uh, as far as the rules go, I don't know. That's uh, that, You can look at that in any and every game. And I hear guys, I mean, I've heard, I saw guys online speaking about the rules of, you know, dating of being with women or meeting a woman or being around women at work or whatever. It's like oh, the only thing you have to do is just stay respectful and stay responsible to yourself for any man out there or any woman for that matter. So that's the main thing. It's just like the rules go back to the, the level four, level three, level four rules inside. The main thing is to respect yourself and the next man next to you, whoever that is, who's ever close to you. That means everybody, but especially that ne- the person right next to you. Respect that person and yourself. You can get by most things. So because it had to be a lot of disrespect going on willingly as well as uh, non, you know, non-participant-wise and non-willingly. And just just my opinion, of course, because as I said, I wasn't there. But looking at it, the whole game, because uh, with those guys, you have to be let in in the first place. Have to be allowed to carry this, carry on with this type of stuff. And for Bill Cosby to mention the Spanish fly and his routine back in the day when he was doing the jokes, this was way back. And so, you know, that sort of showed his disdain for the women in the action and all everything else that was involved right there. Anytime you can make a make it a, make it out of a skit, it ain't shit. You know, to rhyme it. Yeah. So with that being said, and there he goes. Now the jail part, I might have mentioned something about it last week, but I right off the top of my head, I don't remember. But the thing is, going in there, he's just gonna be looked at. Once he's, you know, shuffled to the doctor or chow or whatever, how are they going to do with the yard? Whenever someone gets to look at it, they're just going to look at him. And then, you know, he's going to get offers for protection. People are going to, you know, he's going to need that. If they, they're talking about putting him on the main line, I saw something come across the screen that said uh, they're, they're, looking for look towards putting him on the in general population main line is a short term but general pop so if they do that yeah he's going to get you know talked to a lot bothered not bothered so much like someone's trying to tell you yeah, you're going to have people trying to take something from because you got people in there don't give a shit and they steal to get through that's what they do they steal and, and whatever comes with it to get by. A lot of that's going on. So it doesn't matter who it is. I remember a time I saw the mayor of Compton get all this stuff stolen in the feds. Uh, a few other mayors just, he blinked. Because he was a mayor, the guy just stole everything he had in his locker and just, that's it. No one's going to tell you who did it. You're never going to find out. The cop's not even going to tell you. Depending on who you are. But the thing is... Uh, with his celebrity and then with the way that he fell, you're going to have some guys sympathize for him, you know, going to sympathize with him. 
and then you're going to have some guys that don't give a shit because they've had it bad all their lives and you know you've had it swell and seem to squander that and look where you're at you're here with me you know how'd you get here being where you were so you got some people that's going to look at it like that just different ways so he's going to have to deal with uh he's going to have to be a counselor of sorts and that ain't just my opinion that's what it is because that's part of that lifestyle that he's in and yeah i mean i don't know that is something another thing i noticed in the news of course the other big story was uh dr ford the hearings you know to say first of all i want to say about that this i'm oh boy thank you for that lady who um stepped to the elevator and spoke to jeff flake because for that doctor dr four to get on there and on worldwide tv and then in front of those people disclose everything that happened step by step the way she did the look on her face while she was saying it really you know i really really felt for her. she poured her heart out now I mean, then they did a poll on it later on our local news. I saw the numbers Well, 42 percent. People didn't believe her. And 30 percent did. And the, and the remaining percent was I don't know. I don't care. But for 42 percent. So I'm like, well, damn, did I just watch a good soap opera and didn't? I mean, because I'm breezing by. I'm not sitting down watching this stuff. You know, I'm on the move. So I'm breezing by and I said and I'm watching for a second. I'm like, OK. She has a look. But Denzel Washington played the hell out of training day. And he was believable. So, I mean, it's just something. But, you know, you know, you never know. I'm saying that to say he's really not like that. But in movie training day, he's Lonzo. He turned into Lonzo. He could have pulled that off anywhere. And it would it would have went. So, I mean, was that what I was looking at? I don't know. You never know. But back to what I felt, I really felt for the lady. And then to say if she's pointed out, pointed out, because these these boys sitting up on the panel are G's, the Republican. These are G's, man. Don't get it twisted. Don't worry about what they look like, what kind of tie they have on, what kind of jacket, what kind of suit they're wearing, not wearing a little tight suit. These boys are G's up there. And for them to hear that lady and then like, okay, what else he do? And then uh, what room was that in? All right, how old were you? Okay, and then what else? Hey, that's it, he did something else. Okay, that's it, all right, all right. All right, what? you guys ready to vote? To go right to the vote, like, you know, without missing a step. Like, before the lady was able to say something to the guy, Jeff Flake, Senator Flake, uh, and you know, they were able to give this some a lot of time to the feds to look at whatever they're going to look at and do whatever they're going to do. But just to bump it right, you know, move it right along like that, I was like, well, it's pretty cold. But another thing, while, you know, while, while we were all watching Dr. Ford, you know, the hearings and so forth, at the same time, billions of dollars were being cashed in by Quite a few CEOs out there, quite a few different companies. 
So you got to stay focused on what's going on because it affects your life in the sense not knowing. So you have to know. And uh, not only that, it was about $4 trillion in tax cuts right along the same times as they was holding the hearings. So, I mean, there's just something to look at because it's, I mean, I mean, it seemed like we could have been blindsided on that one because this is like a good shell game going on. Not to say anything bad, good, against, for, any. That is just what it is to me. A shell game. So it's like race them, place them, see why, chase them. So if I'm moving the shells around, where's the P? Is it under this one, that one, or this one? So it's like you got, while you looking, I'm doing something else, man, over here. You're looking for the P in the shell. It's in none of them. But, so that was going on during the Ford hearings. You may want to look that up and see what's going on there because a lot of money's being made. I ain't mad because I like making money as well. And that's what's going on. That's the upside of this administration right now is that things are ticking, things are clicking, and, you know, more money's being made, more money's being spent, and more money's being passed. I mean, through many hands, just uh, people are eating. You know, people are eating. So another thing, uh, I saw the clip off of Saturday Night Live. You know, the whole Saturday Night Live show is in trouble. Yeah. Kanye told on all of them. He said, they all tried to bully me backstage and told me not to wear the hat. So he had the MAGA hat. <laughs> the MAGA hat. And walked out on stage at the end of the show. So Trump's going to get them all. And you know, another thing, in my opinion, I think that Kanye's going to be the next go-to guy in music. Either he's going to be a total flop, that's what this thing is leading to, or he's going to be the biggest thing in music. On not, not all, most fronts. And of course, more will be revealed about that. I just feel like uh, he has a plan. You know, there's a few things that's going on in the industry that doesn't have a name on it, that doesn't have a face to it, doesn't have a brand to it, but just taking place like dominoes. I can see it because uh, I'm gifted, I guess. I can see. But speaking of the rap industry in itself, it seems like everyone in the industry seems to be feuding with someone else in the industry. I mean, like it sort of goes with the new release. Oh, so-and-so has a new track out or album out. Well, isn't he beefing with, you know, it's like it's, and it goes along with the three, four level mentality that I spoke about in previous shows. I speak about it just about on every show because that's the thinking we want to get around with being made, you know, with making ourselves and so forth. That's the type of thinking that, because it's going to exist, it's going to be there. So that's the type of thing we want to get around. We want to be able to handle it. It's going to be there. It ain't going nowhere. And it's growing. You see? So, like me personally, I, I, I basically I stick to my teachings. And like one of my teachings is, you know, watch it all like a passing parade. 
So that way I don't take, you know, because these things can get you emotionally involved. You can get an emotional charge behind a lot of things that you read or take on. And that's what's been going on. Like, there's so many people doing my day that tell me that, yeah, Trump, 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 Trump. And they're giving, Trump's giving the things that he say or don't say or did or mention or whatever will give that person an emotional charge. See? Something that you should get from a slap in the face, a literal slap in the face, that should give you an emotional charge. Somebody slapped the shit out of you. Now, that should give you an emotional charge. You should get hot, heated, mad, whatever else goes with it. But to, for someone to say something over there, and it may be, you know, but whatever, saying something over there, and maybe it should, but just in my opinion, shouldn't give me an emotional charge. And I really try, I mean, even it, the, a lot of the black issues and things that you, you know, watch on Facebook and on TV and so forth, the stories that you hear, and that's enough to give you an emotional charge. But I've got to tell you, out of that, I've grown to look for a solution. You see? And so, I just had to, you know, sidebar myself with that one because that's a personal thing. And I, I try to look for a solution in my life because I've been stopped many times by younger gentlemen that I know they're stopping me because they're watching my walk. I know they are. I can just tell. I can read it. I'm watching him before he's even stopped me. You know, so I know that that matters. So that's why I'm mentioning it. Yeah, if it's out there, just because something's thrown out there don't mean that I have to catch it a certain way. That's just the way I look at it. It's just another form of me thinking outside the box and claiming that I'm made because just because something's thrown out there, I don't have to accept it a certain way because you do. It don't have to tickle me that way. It don't have to blow my skirt up that way, mainly because I don't wear a skirt. I don't have one to blow up. So a lot of things, as I hear them all from both sides, I get a lot of white people that I drive and ride with that, you know, really upset with the administration. They want me to feel it because I know they want me to feel it because I'm black and they want me to feel them. And I get that. And it's cool. I love it. I like it. It's cool. But it's not even necessary. But at the same time, I understand that that's what you have to give. And that's what it is. And I, I appreciate it. You're siding with you, you, you. This one lady got in my vehicle one day and just she almost went in tears. Like, oh, so bad. I hate what you guys are going through, like black people. I'm like, oh, god damn. Now I feel bad. I'm like, thank you. Make me, me want to cry because, you know, I just don't, man. I demand respect without demanding it. So I don't go through that. I just don't. In jail, on the street, in the car. I mean, I just don't. And by the grace of God, I got to say. But that's me personally, which most things I talk about is just me. So, you know, I got to say, uh, it's not what so much was done to you. It's not so much was said to me. 
it's the way I respond. It's what I do about it. It's the way I take it in. It's the way I chew it. It's the way I drink it. You know, let it go down. It's still, it's me. It's me. It's on me. And that's a hard place to get to because I've looked outside of me outside all my life, my entire life. I've looked outside of myself. That's what got me caught up in the games I got caught up in because of all the outside stuff I liked. I'm looking around. And that's why I say I have to stick to my teachings. Not like I'm scared. Oh, I, I don't know. I might have fallen off. No, I don't know falling off. I fell off. Fell off to where I'm at right now. So, yeah, no fears there. No, none of that. No, you don't have to deal with any of that when you, you know, when your mind's made up and you're determined not to al allow something to affect you. Certain feelings I just don't like. Like me coming up, I didn't deal with and use all drugs because I didn't like nodding and being down. And I, I got to move, man. I got a lot of things to do. And to this day, I don't. I don't get drunk. And I've dealt with, I've, you know, went through programs and stuff and dealt with people and worked with others as well, many. But I've never, I don't like being down to this day. Barbiturates, I grew up in that era, the uh, yellow jackets and supermans and all that stuff. I never was a guy like that. And the, the, the heroin, brief heroin stint I went through was tooting, one, two. <laughs> And that gives, that was like a, uh, it's like a mask. That's why they called it a doogie frown back in the day. It's like a, it gives you like a mask. Like, you know, like more like Superman without, not crazy though, but real cool Superman, not like a crazy Superman. I could jump off the building. No, that's Sherm or TCP or PCP or whatever. All the other stuff that they're talking about out there. But not to say that anyone should go out and try hell, you'll be Superman. I'm saying that's the most addictive drug out there, in my opinion. Please don't ever try hell. That's nothing to play with. That is a medicine in your ass. Your body's going to need it. It's going to twist and turn. You're going to need it, especially if, I mean, that drug is no joke. Crystal meth just make you look like a Halloween pumpkin and crazy as hell. But that heroin is you are addicted. You need it. But you're going to churn and burn, turn inside out. So it's a big, huge difference. I strongly suggest anyone don't even don't ever even try heroin. Just about every heroin addict I saw growing up was a lifetime heroin addict. That's a career. Don't do that one. I know plenty of crackheads and coke addicts and that came out, hell, on the radio shows here in L.A. I, that I listened to, talk shows. The guy, that he was a coke addict. Most people back in the 80s, everybody sniffed coke around L.A. and Hollywood and West Hollywood and Beverly Hills. Everybody. Before freebase cocaine hit the scene. So to overcome that, it's a beautiful thing to have overcome and to be able to talk to somebody about or talk about, period. And just be grateful for it. But that heroin, ooh, man. Heroin addicts and ex-heroin addicts give an entirely different message. It's G'd up. Because, I mean, they went through some stuff. It's truly fighting some big demons. So, yeah. I mean, just 
I was uh, thinking, you know, like even back to what I was talking about Kanye, like everyone in the rap uh, industry seemed to be feuding with someone else. I was saying it goes along with every, a new release. But well, you still feuding with this, that, or somebody's got just neck, just crazy to go along with the music. And as I said, I truly believe someone is cleaning up the rap game. I mean, it's just a lot of things are happening at the same time. For this one guy, Daz, to make a statement against Shug on just online, everything Instagram, I'm on Instagram, G Blackwell, G A, oh yes, G Blackwell. B-L-A-C-K-W-H-A-L-E. But if you go to getmade.global, you can link up on all the sites that I'm on from there as well. At any rate, I'm on this uh, Instagram, and I'm looking at this guy. He's congratulating himself and hollering, and he was on death row at one time as an artist. So I guess him and Suge had bad blood for whatever reason. Suge slapped him or whatever. So he's congratulating and hollering and making noise, celebrating, and I should have got 28 years or whatever. And a day or two later, he gets arrested. This is the same guy that told the Crips to put a hit out on Kanye West. <laughs> the same guy. So he gets arrested for 14 felonies. That's not a good... To be in the game and be from Long Beach and the Crip and the gangbanger and in the industry and the ex-rapper or current rap, that's not a good look either way because if you beat it, even if not, if you beat it, if you walk out of it like T.I. did, that's not a good look for your credibility. There's no way you can explain that to anybody. To get busted with all that and then to you know not do years, no way. It's not the way it goes, trust me. And that is the way it goes as well, but it's just the power and it's just a deal. Everything's a deal. What, what kind of deal are you going to make? And it determines what happens. So I looked at that because if Kanye West to step out back to that show again, Saturday Night Live, with the MAGA hat on and the free Hoover, which is Larry Hoover, of course, in Chicago, of, of Chicago. That's two big statements right there in opposite directions, or maybe they're in the same direction, because we don't know what his, what his whole move is. But he has a movement. He has too much money. He has too much sense, and he has his own plot and direction. And he has too many people. His wife got the lady out doing life. Can he get Hoover out through Trump? I think he can. I think he can. That's just my opinion. So, Back to the cleaning. The Lil Wayne bus shooting happened a year, year and a half ago or whatever. Two, they dropped a little, little slug there. Two people may be getting arrested for that. Regarding that shooting. There's some, some house cleaning going on. And all the people that I'm speaking about happen to be Kanye West's slight enemies as of late. And I believe the other, we'll see, soon. And I believe the other enemies, this, I believe it's a way that you can tell, if you want to watch this, the other enemies, what they'll do, whoever they are, they'll friend up with him. Because he's been trying to reach out and, you know, extend an olive branch to people. So I think the other friends, once you see them, <laughs> give you a heads up, friend up with them, 
that'll tell you right there the power, if he has power or not. That'll tell you. Because just because he looked crazy to you on Saturday Night Live when the, the MAGA hat, he said he redesigned it. <laughs> right. And the free Hoover, simple, some handwritten, look like handwritten, free Hoover t uh, sweatshirt, tattered sweatshirt. He has a direction. This guy doesn't do anything just to do it. So, and you never know. We know. You don't know what cards he's holding. But we'll soon, we'll soon find out because, as I said, for him to get out there like that and then to jump out there and say they told him, they, he told on everyone for saying not to wear the hat out on stage and so forth. It's just, I don't know, that's just a lot. So, regarding the music, it's just in my opinion, of course, it seems like everything's changing. I mean, I, you know, not just with fashion, but even with music and just, you know, mentality as well. But like a passing of the torch with the music. Because now it seems like it depends on where your mentality is, whether what artists or what music that you, you know, prefer. But as far as radio, it's being flooded with the new artists. So, and being an artist, I like, you know, following what's going on and staying current, even if it's foolish, because it's part of the industry. And that's, you know, one of my main interests. So I look at that stuff, and uh, and when I look at it, oftentimes, uh, you know, I get insight from it, and things will come to me regarding what's going on with it. I mean, because there's so many people that's in the industry that just uh, trial and error. They still live in trial and error. You see it. They just get into all type of trouble. A little youngster with the colored hair, 6'9", he got caught. The feds ran up in his place and got a pistol. That's not good. Either way, another one. Unless someone says, hey, it's my, it's my gun, and then they buy it. Like, okay, it's your gun? All right. They find his prints on it, he's done. And what's going to happen in jail with the colored hair? I don't know. Of course I do. So the thing is, uh, he'll change his name, and it's just it's just it's just a bad thing because to be a platinum artist or a multi-million dollar artist or whatever he is right now, he's doing better than what he was doing. It's like, what's your content level? Because you don't need you get to a point you don't even need a gun. You need some good security and quit acting so much of a damn fool. Putting yourself in harm's way with these guys that carry guns all day and will pull the trigger. So, I mean, that's not even, is that part of the industry now? I mean, what? So, it's part of the culture or what? So, you know, it's like, uh, like I say, everything's changing. And, and just in my opinion, of course, it seems like uh, we're headed down the road, you know, that I read about in the book. You know, just what it sort of looks like it because uh, it's a lot of twists and turns going on. And, you know, for anyone that read that book, Sodom and Gomorrah, I'm, one of, I'm the type of guy that's like, hey, whatever's good for you, good. For you. However you want to do it, do it for you. That's why I always say me. And in my opinion, because it's an individual type of deal. So it's, it's okay. Whatever for you, it's okay. 
that's why I ask and I, I stress that it's it's me, 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 me. Never get that you know mixed up, misconstrued or anything like that because I want to make certain that if you can, you know, I become a reflection if you can identify with anything that I may say or anything that I may have went through. And not that you have to have went through it yourself, but just, you know, to just get it out of the story. But yeah, it just seems like, you know, we're headed down the road uh, that I read about. And I'm not here to blast. It's not a good, it's not even a good day to blast about it because uh, you can see, and I mean, I don't want to blast about it because I don't want to damage any, or just talk about anybody. That's just not good. That's not me. And I can say some stuff, but I don't want to try to damage anyone. I'm just speaking of the day. The lines, as the saying goes, that's being pushed. You know, the lines that's being pushed and it just, you know, it take you off your square. Because, and I mentioned before, you know, whatever dark place and so forth last week, and oftentimes these lines that are being pushed can push you towards a dark place if you allow it or if you're open to that. You know, it's like he's my perception. I even look at the news a certain way. That's why, by the grace of God, I'm glad I can able, I'm able to take a line from the news and display it on my show here. You know, because that gives me a purpose for watch. I have a purpose for watching the news. I have a purpose for talking to people. I have a purpose for taking a picture with, you know, everything. So you give this show in itself gives me more of a purpose for doing the things that I do. I don't watch just watch the news. All right. What does EMF say today? Shit. I'm already pissed. I'm wound up when I step up to the plate. I'm looking at the new, like, what they got going. Like that. Because they got some stuff going. Now, I don't know if it's going to be... A lot of stuff been going on here in L.A. And I mentioned it on the show before. I'll mention it again, because it just happened again just this morning. Meaning, last night. Wrong way freeway drivers. Injured too real bad. I mean, he may have killed him. Damn sure killed himself. And just there you go. There's another one. Riding down the street the freeway, two, three, four in the morning, 12, one, doesn't matter. The wrong way. Why? You drunk? Or you just don't know where the hell you're going? See? So it's like, hey, man. It's a thing, all right, what they got here, what they got today going on here. Because it's what it is. You know, it's a page. And I got to get back to the changing times because even with our gas, I mean, <laughs> it's high as hell out here. And it is funny. But I'll tell you something. I talked to a friend of mine just the other night. She was telling me, well, you know, great gas went up and I'm cognizant about all this, especially gas. And do you know I didn't know gas had went up? Gas, they rose the gas prices while I was in, I was only at, at, inside for like three hours. And gas prices went up. So now they're about close to four bucks. 
out here on the West Coast in L.A. So, yeah, Southern Cal. Up north, I don't know if it's less or more. It could be more. Cost of living is a lot more up there. They have all the money. Tech, the tech people. They're moving them out up there. So with the world changing, you know, stuff going on around. I mean, I can get any. I had a question I was going to ask. Now I was going to ask this. Two things. What days are we in? You know, what days are we in? And another question I had to ask, and I'm asking myself, and I'm asking you too, of course, if you're listening, how deep can I get? Because, you know, I can get pretty deep. I like to believe anyway. But what days are we in? Because, you know, you hear that a lot. Oh, we're living in some, these, some sun, these days, something else. What days are we in? These are the last days. They've been saying these are the last days since Jesus was here. I don't think these are the last days. I think the last days are coming. I think they're there, down the street. But I don't think these are the last days. It's my opinion. That's it. I think we got some stuff to see before we see the last days. A lot of stuff to see. So, and we're beginning to see some stuff. I mean, outlandish stuff. Man. Just the other day, no, and the news story is just, just out of remembrance. A young guy stabbed the hell out of his girlfriend and his family, mother, father, the whole family. Stabbed him multiple times. I'm like, how in the hell did you do that? Maybe OJ did kill Nicole. If he was able to stab three or four people running around, stabbing the hell out of them, your loved ones, Man, you think you read that somewhere. So these are some days we're living in now. And that, like I say, uh, nothing to fear. That ain't going to work. Throw that out the window. That's not going to work. That's like the lady at, at her house and her son, stepson, grandson, stepson, friend, whoever. Because I've heard all the stories. Beating the hell out of her. And she, oh, Johnny, no. You need to take a pan and knock the shit out of Johnny. But no, she's, ah, don't play Johnny. Hey, look, lady. Because these kids are some of them, not all, of course. I know a whole lot of real decent children that I see every day going to back and forth to school. Some people I can have them, I'll take their children to the destination or whatever. I'm talking about the badasses for whatever reason. Not a psychologist. I don't know. But the thing is, you're hearing more and more of it every day. And just behind one thing they all have in common is nobody thought little Johnny would do that or do this or do whatever he did. So not saying keep your eye on your kid. You're watching me may kill you or anything like that. But it's just. You have to keep an ear to the ground of what's going on with the youth today because they're thinking all type of ways. And if we're out of the box on how they're thinking, we won't get it till it's too late. You know, you have to invest in what's going on with these people because everybody's throwing them a, a finger. The marches are over. The kids around the country marching in Chicago, Seattle, out here in L.A., New York. It was all over the place. Haven't heard a thing about it. 
school shooting school they're back in school now haven't heard a thing about it the march the gun the nothing because it's old it's old and let's move on it's like a twilight zone episode i saw once that's what it seems like and i'll tell you a lot of this stuff looks 60-ish on TV. When that lady, back to the <clears throat> Dr. Four hearing, excuse me, and the things they were asking her, and the only thing that was missing was the guy sitting on the ground with the flash bulbs, flashing her. It looked like the 60s. It's not, it didn't look like the 60s. It seemed like the 60s. Less all the black faces, you know, just seemed the setting and the grilling and the whole scene seemed like the 60s. So, I mean, it's just a thing, whereas a lot of things, and when I say it seems like the 60s, we seem like we should have gotten off of that by now. It's been a long, that's a long time ago. So again, I got to ask, what days are we in? Something can come back and get you 30 years ago, 40 or whatever they got going with Bill and put you in jail. However they did it. Like the old saying goes and the current saying goes. It is what it is. That's what I hear a lot about everything. That seems to work like. Like butter. Just spread it on everything. Doesn't even matter. Tastes good. Put butter on that? Yeah. Put it in coffee, too. What the hell? Bulletproof it. So, it's a lot like butter. What day are we in? We're in the is what it is days. That's the easiest way to get by. Well, you know, they kill two people. They kill some people over there. Where? Oh, going 63rd. What? Man, sh boy, I'm telling you. Yeah, sh it is what it is. It is what it is. That's what days we're living in. It's, it's got to have some peace in that, some comfort, and it is what it is, because I've used it. Yeah, yeah, I like music. So all those things that you hear like that were used widely in jail. That's how guys talk in jail. It is what it is, because that's a fuck it type of statement. Yeah, it is what it is, man. They told, you know, you gotta lock, they're going to lock us up at three, man. I don't think we're coming out again for another six months. God damn. It is what it is, man. So you're going to take that saying, it is what it is, because they're going to lock us up six months and feed us through a hole for something somebody did. And we say it is what it is, because I'm got to, uh, you know, we're going to roll through this. So you're going to take that mentality and that saying and bring it out here and it's current. It is what it is to everything. I told you like butter. It is what it is. It sounds slick. It's slick little saying. I like it a lot. I use it. I use it a lot. I've always used it. Some of the sayings I use, think about me, I've been using for the last 40 years. Same sayings. And now they're out here. They're widespread and people have <laughs> been using them in there. And now they all, they use them in advertising. I was riding down the street here in L.A. And I saw a Jack in the Box ad say, get your eat on. 
Yeah. Well, I mentioned that on the show. I said, yeah. Get your eat on. So, yeah. So, it is what it is. That's what days we're living in. It is what it is. It is what it is. That's loose. That's pretty loose there. But it's some comfort in it because that's a cold throw your hands up statement there, really. It's like a fuck it statement. Or whatever. So it's just, you know, it's important to know just what day are we living in? Because in my opinion, to me, that's important. So I want to make sure I adjust to it. You know, as opposed to just walking through the thing, just to not really knowing what day it is. And that's why the key word I use, you know, I was talking about dark place, whether you're in one or not, is managed. Managed. See? Because for me, in my opinion, you've got to manage that is what it is. Because that's what takes the shock out of 50 people. Rest in peace to those that got shot all up and killed in Vegas a year ago. It's the anniversary this weekend. It's just, it's just it is what it is. So it's like, I mean, it is what it is. Sort of takes, it's fitting, it's befitting as well. Because what can you do if you ask that? Well, what can we do, G? Besides, it is what it is. Well, being that I know that it is what it is, I need to be more cognizant now because I see it's loose. See, and it just reminds me when it's like, well, you know, doing so-and-so, so-and-so just got hit 20 times and they killed him and did this on three yard. Really? Oh, shit. Okay, that is what it is. Now you don't want to kill me because they killed him, but I need to just walk down this hallway different watching. It's just because I got that bit of information. So that goes along with the is what it is to me. And, and you know, it's a little weird to get uh, a schooling or a lacing or uh, any type of mental bringing. You know, if we're going to go to the next level where I'm thinking from the jail shit. But at the same time, that's a place where you learn lessons. <laughs> so it's befitting. They got everything in there anyway. Schools, whatever school you want to go to, they got it in there. Whatever they're doing. Oh, yeah. And as of late, what they're going to do in jail for anyone that didn't get the earlier messages that, that I had in, you know, the earlier podcasts and the earlier shows about the deterrence of going to jail, period, at all. Because now is not the time. No time is the time. But definitely not now is not the time to go to jail. Over those who just don't, you know, ah, fuck that, gee, I don't need to hear that. Then a bit of good news about jail. They are changing the diet in there where now you can order vegan food from the chow hall. You can get vegan food. You can get, if you're a vegetarian. I, I was always, when I was in the feds, I've always was on common fare, which, you know, it's a religious diet. And so that, you know. But now they're saying that you can be vegan, you can change things, but I think it's a cost associated with this. I'm sure it is. Everything costs there. And that's just for those who just got, you know, just got to go. 
That's why it's built. Somebody got to go. But here's a show that's determined about going to jail and about going down streets that you don't really have to, you know, don't have to visit that. I'll tell you enough about it to want to make you want to stay off the street without being some scared straight stuff and, you know, with Goonie Google looking at you, talking about how many guys he ran up in or scraped or whatever. So, no. I just want to make a point that, you know, because that, that's just, I mean, back to that, since that was talking about jail, that's just a thing that you want to, you and anyone that you know, you want to avoid because it's, it's like you're a time traveler. You become a time traveler. Now, if you want to do some time traveling, go to jail. If you want to be a, become a time traveler, because everyone want to become something, I get that, I understand it. So if you want to become a time traveler, okay, go to jail. Listen to an eight-track and uh, a couple of, you know, Walkmans. It's just, it's a throwback. So, I mean, it's very important because, as I said, it's part of the culture. And now we're in a come-up society. You know, those are the days we're living in as well. We're going to come up society. Everyone's trying to come up. Easy, easy peasy, if possible. Easy peasy. You know, I want what you want. I want what you got that it took you whatever long time, whatever it took you. I want it tomorrow. We're living in that society because everything is immediate and instant. And that's why so many people saying, fuck it the other way. Like, fuck it, I'll kill y'all. Whether it's family, school, friends, school kids, friends. Isn't that crazy? A school kid friend. Growing up, we all went to school. I went to school. I can't even imagine no shit like that. Somebody running up in the school shooting everybody. It's at John C. Calhoun in Chicago. Or Reason Or. I can't even imagine that. I remember the, the lunchroom extremely well. The hat wheels. I went to a very, very happy school. Happy as a lark on Augusta and Keeler. Shout out to Reason Orr in Chicago. Happy, happy, happy. We had a race riot there because I went to, you know, a white bag. You know, yeah. So it's like in a white neighborhood. So, but I mean, somebody shooting us, that's really something. That's really hell of a day we're living in. It is what it is. So that's why I made mention of that, that you may even want to check your is what it is, because that loosens it up. That is what it is, that cold shoulder hunch. When you just hunch the shoulder, like, oh, well, that's another fuck. It's time to fuck. Like, oh, and then the next one, like like DJ Khaled say, another one, and another one, and so on and so forth. You know, so it's a thing. We're living in it is what it is days, and to know what days we're living in, if you're feeling that, because I mean a lot of things are going over, and if you're feeling that, then it's good to line up and to really know it, because a look can get you in a whole lot of trouble nowadays. A look. You can look at a person the wrong way. And I'm out here in the main city where a lot of stuff goes on. And I'm highly active every day. So I can speak on it. 
because I have to deal with it, experience it, and be a part of it on a daily basis. And I love it. And I'm suited for it. So I want to deliver it to you in the best form and format that I can for right now. And we hope to continue to do that. And of course, as I've been saying, enhancing that, making it better for you as well as for myself. Because believe it or not, I went from this, not financially so much, but it's a, it's a great, uh, not only a spiritual gain that I receive, uh, it's a great achieving gain. I just, it's an achievement for me every week. And to know that I can express myself and put something out there that could help, as I said before, one person, especially that one listener, then I'm doing my job. It's just that simple. That's the deal I made. And I want to take the next little few minutes that I have left for the show, the remaining minutes, and just talk about I have my music on Apple and Spotify. And I made a firm decision over the last few days, actually the last few weeks, but mainly over the last few days, I made a firm decision to go ahead and push forward with my music hard. But, you know, like I told you before, you got to come out of the house like LeBron James. I do that. But on the music, I'm doing it harder now because I have a, a lane that I'm in. And I'm the only one in it. So I'm going to ride down that lane. And what I want to do is be able to bring, you know, quality sound, you know, quality music to the public, which I will do. Because it's about everything I attempt to do or put, you know, my heart set on. I put, I do my best at it. So by the grace of God, I'll be fine. And hopefully it'll be something that you can enjoy. And I'll keep you posted, keep you abreast of it exactly, you know, how it's going for me. I want to take the opportunity to thank each and everyone for listening to the show live, taking the time out of your day, especially during football season. Man, you know, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Shout out to my daughters out there, Ash and Alexis, my grandchildren. And as I said, take care of yourself out there. And when I say that every week on the show, I say that because you don't hear enough stories about, I mean, you hear them, but you don't hear enough stories about people taking care of each other. You hear me, and every time I catch a good one, I try to put it on the show because that's a good thing just to look out for each other. As best we can, whichever way you can. You don't want to put yourself out there and get yourself in any harm's way because that's what they were living in, too. So you have to be cognizant. You can't help everybody, but you can't help somebody. So when I say that, take care of yourself and those around you. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Feel free. Didn't want anyone calling in this week. Uh, that's why I didn't give the number out in case someone wanted to call in. And I have my reasons for that. But I'm able I'm grateful that I'm able to bring you the show this week and, you know, this particular topic that I was talking about because that's really, you know, it's on my mind a lot about what days we're in, you know, because you hear so many different variations. But with that being said, as I say every week, first of all, thank you. Thank you for listening. My name is Greg Harris, G. Blackwell. Take care of yourself and those around you. Peace. Peace.